the world is changing. 51 years ago, the War of the Wilds came to a stalemate. The people of the Grainor Peninsula set all plant life ablaze to stop the stranglehold and built a mighty wall to keep the wilds at bay. All the while, they sat atop their monument, never truly knowing why this all began. A likeness of peace blanketed the blasted lands. One year ago, it all changed. An ancient god, once bound by old magic, found himself free and took his vengeance as his shackles were shattered. The mountainous city of Bulwark paid a grave price, but in the wake of this destruction comes the first glimpses of the possibility for true and honest peace. Our heroes venture from their familiar homeland into the fullness of what their world was before the war, a world they've touched but never truly seen. They find themselves caught between a land that has tried to end their lives hundreds of times over and a country they helped decimate. Under the canopy, they seek glory, truth, and salvation. The world is changing, and their hands will guide it. Hello, and welcome back to Another Path. My name is Chase, and I continue to be your GM. Today, Mordecai spends some time near the inn, while Jackson finds himself amongst lofty company. Thank you to our backers, Nate, Jeremy, and JJ, for their support. With that, sit back, relax, and enjoy your trip down another path. Oh boy. Oh boy. Is that the what? intro? That uh, might be. <laughs> it's. I know that we record almost all of these remotely. But sometimes it's like, it feels different when we're just not allowed to do it in person. Yeah, this one feels extra remote. I've been feeling that, as I'm sure a lot of Dungeon Masters and and Game Masters and MCs out there feel. Um, We've been running our Sunday night regular game over Roll20 for the past couple weeks, and that is an adjustment. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Especially as a, like, when we are playing in a group we are what nine strong right yeah. now the yeah. counting eight, gm eight players and me so it is impossible for us to do a battle map because we don't have a table big enough yeah but now we are using roll 20 and are actually taking advantage of it the distance combined with using a battle map for the first time so really weird. yeah yeah it's so very weird um oh what, the, what was the thought i just had oh i i've played um, my first actual Dungeons and Dragons experience was over mm. the internet. That's true. Um, a lot, all of my like early tabletop stuff was like homebrew and things like that, uh, completely homebrewed systems. And my my friend Nick, uh, who uh, I, actually I'm gonna drop this in here because he he and his wife Rami listen to the show. Oh, nice. Um, Nick Nick Mordecai's siblings Nikolai and Rami Rami are are named after the, those so hey hey guys hey guys um, but nick actually invited me to a, a D game through fantasy grounds which that's a crazy ass platform yeah and it so uh i'm not sure if you saw it matt coville did a video extolling its virtues and fuck that looks real cool yeah i haven't i haven't watched that video but i i have used fantasy grounds and it was i don't think i got to really appreciate it because again this was my first time playing like 5e i was trying to figure out the ins and outs of just how to play a character um but uh it was it was very cool 
the stuff I remember. If I did not already like have all the books and whatnot, I could absolutely see myself just diving ahead in on that. It's D and D Beyond Plus. It is like what if D and D Beyond and uh, and Roll Twenty Voltron together? <laughs> That's very true. I'm a fan. But yeah, to all the to all the the displaced D and D parties out there, hey, hey, we, we feel you. God, yes, we do. We're doing it ourselves. Although we are playing Monster Hearts, um, some of us from the from the Sunday mm-hmm. Night group we're playing Monster Hearts over Roll Twenty, and um, one of the fellow uh, Ghostlight showrunners, Zan from Prince of Echoes, is uh, emceeing that crazy adventure, and it's actually pretty fun. So. We're we're trying to make the best of the, all the all the free time we have to play new games, try new games, uh, things like that. So mm-hmm. yeah, this is my official endorsement for Monster Hearts. Yeah, yeah, it looks it looks real fun. I am still working in whatever capacity that is at this point. Uh, at least as of today, I am. We will see what tomorrow brings because every day is a fun new adventure. Ha ha ha. <laughs> I do not have the mental space for another game right now, yeah. Uh, which is why I'm not hopping in on that because I still have to go to work during the like low key apocalypse. Low key apocalypse, yeah. But let's uh, let's let's spend some quality time together, Chase. Yeah, let's play let's play some Dungeons and Dragons right now. So Mordecai, you I think you probably leave last out of everybody. I think you really like get into breakfast a little bit. Yeah, that makes sense. That seems that seems right for you. I had a I had a big workout yesterday. Mm-hmm. I gotta I gotta get my my eggs. And... You gotta recarb up. Yeah. Um so yeah, you get your uh you get your English breakfast on there with oh, a for sure. A wild's breakfast. Exact a wild's breakfast with uh, like songbird eggs or something. Ooh. Songbird omelet. <laughs> a songlet, if you will. A songlet. I nope, might. I hate that. Mm, too bad. You've made that now. Yeah, not all my bits are great, as you well know. I'm sure there's a lot of them on the cutting room floor. I will never say who I cut the most out of. <laughs> so you leave, and it's probably about 9.30 or so when you get out. The square that was so filled with life the night before is uh, not desolate, but definitely much quieter. All mm-hmm. of the uh, pristine snow that was there and was falling last night is now left uh, ragged and slushy and gross. Uh, where do you go? Um, still waiting on Benjamina to return. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got Chiron with me, I believe. Yes. Cool. I have a couple things I want to do. Okay. I know I want to hit up Mick back yep. at the hood and the fist. Mm-hmm. And then let's let's start with that. That works. Uh, so you turn and you see the uh, the hood and the fist. It is just around the corner from uh, the locked cask itself. You do also see a temple not too far from uh, down from the hood and the fist as well. Okay. Uh, it looks like there is a a local establishment. Gotcha. Uh, but you take off towards the hood and the fist. You know, there's just some places that are better when you see them at night and then when, when you do in the day. Oh, for sure. Like, all the chairs are still up and, like, there's someone cleaning the floors and it's just, like, none of the none of this pomp and circumstance is there. 
Exactly. And, you know, it is less pomp and circumstance and more rage and chaos. <laughs> but all of that is deflated in the early morning light. There's a couple of uh, benches that are just upturned. There's garbage on the floor of people mm-hmm. just like leaving cracked mugs places. Yeah. But it's easy to find Mick. Uh, he's the one that is actually doing the cleaning right now. All he's right. got a big push broom and he's in the middle of the ring and he hears the door open and looks up. He was like, ah, hey, okay, Rue, how's it going, Mick? I'm all right. Brought your friend, eh? Uh, yeah, Mick. This is uh, Kyron, um, and a, a buddy of hey. mine. Yeah. Uh, what brings you back? Well, I wanted to. I I had a great time last night. Wanted to just give you give my thanks, I guess, for uh, just having a place like this out there. This is very cool. This is a very happy, great establishment you have. Happy, happy to oblige. We. Uh, you know, there's uh, some folk that would like to shut us down and uh, stop what we're doing, but we are we are more than happy to bring you the kind of entertainment that you are so happy to provide. Yeah, it was a blast. Um, I did want to ask, I know you mentioned like some, uh, some you know, the larger bouts, magic bouts, group things. Mm-hmm. Um, those still set to move on in the future? Far as we are able to, yeah. Like I said, there are some folks uh, up towards Temple side that aren't too keen on the blood sport going on, but people keep paying for it, so I'm going to keep providing it as long as I can. That's fair. What's the uh, what's the payout on these sort of higher echelon bouts look like? Well, we got steel for those that want it, but uh, uh, we also do have uh, contacts in certain... T- elements who are able to provide us with certain uh, less monetary rewards should you be inclined maybe weapons enchanted with certain uh certain abilities or uh things that are older for certain collectors uh, we've actually had a couple of folks kind of beef themselves up so that they could get in for some of the more dangerous bouts so that they could get some rarer artifacts that may be from times long past just kind of suppress a smile and I'll kind of close the distance and, and get side by side with Mick mm-hmm. have, have a kind of hushed conversation. Sure. Well, you see, Mick, me and my associate here are in town for some um, business that requires some discretion. Certainly. And I don't know that many people in town is the thing. Mm hmm. And might be brushing shoulders with some people up in the Temple District. Might be brushing shoulders with some of the craft guild leaders. Hard to say right now exactly where we're going to be landing. But if there is, if there are connections to be made, and perhaps I could put a good word in with the people that I end up talking to. I'd certainly appreciate that. But I don't hear a pro quo without a quid. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll fight, and if I manage to earn some of these rewards, then perhaps there can be a little bit of reciprocation for some specialty information. All right, all right. Things that things that you might know, people you might be able to introduce me to. Regardless, I'm happy to put my my mask in the ring, as it were. It is still a hell of a time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. 
Well, I'll tell you, we've got a uh, we've got a bit of a scrap coming up here tonight. Looks like uh, from the roster, looks like we're going to be doing some one-on-one magic bouts. Whatever crazy bullshit you can bring, you're able to bring it. <laughs> oh, I have some bullshit, Mick. I had a feeling. Now, that being said, uh, these are a bit more dangerous. We got healers standing by, but... No worries. Things happen. I've and I've been on my... I've seen a fair side of a bad scrap. I had a feeling. Let me put it this way. I'm not fucking dying in Lee. I hope not. Regardless, that's what's going on. All right. Well, um, why don't why don't you think about it? Yeah. Oh, no, look. You got a spot. You're good. What kind of information are you looking for? Aside from Mick and Kyron, is anyone else really in the establishment? No. All right, cool. Um, you join Mick in the ring. Mm-hmm. Kyron is just kind of fucking around up by the windows. That's fine. Peeking out, seeing what's going on. Yeah. Picking up scraps of uh, of pottery. <laughs> Good on you, Kyron. Any information that you have about this sort of clash between the guilds and the priests? Any sort of connections you might have? Any sort of privileged information that you might be able to get me access to? Or at least people who have that privileged information even just an introduction my manager who you met last night Mm -hmm. he as you have discovered has a quite a way with words certainly i'll tell you this um mo he's uh he's a the he's the guild master of the builders he is a regular attendee i don't know if he was there last night he didn't stop he didn't stop me to say hi if he was which not unlike him but you know whatever i guess i just run his favorite fighting ring Um, (laughs) but he's here a lot he might be able to let you in on something he's tangled up in that mess somehow um for my clarification Mm -hmm. and edification gm what would the difference be between the builder's guild and the caster's guild Casters like are like spell casters. Oh, I was thinking like metal casting. Oh, gotcha. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that changes everything. Well, not everything, <laughs> but okay. Yeah, I was thinking maybe like my first assumption was the builders would be more like carpentry infrastructure and the casters would be like 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 metal work and so more still forge. yes still yes yeah, yeah the the builders are like carpentry infrastructure infrastructure the casters that you were thinking about metal casters would fall under the blacksmiths gotcha okay ah oh, that changes a couple things not like in terms of just <laughs> my not about what you're doing but how you're thinking about things yeah for sure oh absolutely all right cool 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 maybe if i uh, swing by tonight you can if you see him you can point me toward him Oh, don't worry. Well, you put on a good enough show, he's going to want to meet you anyways. Fair enough. Thank you, Mick. Oh, um, one last thing. Uh, kind of newcomer in town question. What's the steel for? Is that like currency here? Y- yeah. All right, what do you all use? Use gold. You can't... You can't stab someone with gold. No, I know. I'm not saying it's practical. I actually like your way a lot better. Yeah. You seem chill, so... Yeah. I figured, I just didn't know if it was, like, maybe, like, a secret fighter currency or... Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Mick. All right. See you tonight. Yeah. And, uh, Kyron. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Alrighty. Alright. And he kind of 
stands up, kind of stretches out his back a little bit. He had kind of like gotten himself comfy just then. <laughs> Sorry, so he buddy. takes the shards of pottery and you see him pocket them. <laughs> All right. I'm not going to question it. That seems legit. And the two of you walk out. Cool. Um, what would you like to do next? I want to uh, actually segue into a conversation with Kyron. Hey. So let me ask you something. All right. I spy on that temple down the street. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm assuming that like you know there's chapels and and places kind of scattered about outside oh. of like the actual like oh, temple yeah. district. Oh yeah, yeah temple district. That's for the mucky mucks, the highfalutin types. Right. I have a decent way of blending in here, just mm-hmm. based on, and I just kind of wildly gesture to myself. He also just wildly gestures to you. So. I thought maybe I could poke my head in one of the, maybe one of the Mavo chapels, mm. see what I can learn, see if I can't gauge anything about anything about these high bishops or something like that. Sure. Just kind of, it's weird. I don't really know. I feel like there's something I, I should be discovering, but I don't know what that is yet. Sometimes it's not about what you know, but how you know it, if that makes any sense. No, that's that's... Yeah. Plenty around here to understand and see, and it's leaves a lot. There's a reason I don't try to hang out here all that often. It's mm-hmm. it's kind of bullshit, to be honest. <laughs> I don't like it here. But, especially if you're going to be here for a grip, it's worth getting your feet under you. If you want to start small, you could start with the Greynor Chapel. There's one of those here? Sort of. Let me show you. All right. And he gestures you, and he actually leads you towards the temple to the lords that you mm. saw um and he takes you actually past that front door down to an alley and he couldn't see it from very far away but carved into the side of the temple there are five parallel lines which back home tends to symbolize the guides yeah and he takes you down this alley and there is a very very tiny and narrow open air chapel to the guides just kind of like tucked in an alleyway yep it is unceremonious there is nobody here guarding it or keeping an eye on it you can see that there are some footprints down this alley nobody is really here right now what you do see is some signs of vandalism Mm. actually and that you don't even have to roll for that yeah you can see broken statues of the back home, what were always treated with reverence, these age-gendered figures standing in the positions you are used to, with hands clasped around mugs and swords and scythes. They are broken and beaten and have not seen love in quite some time. You're just taking a look at it uh, when somebody appears in the alley behind you. Now what are you doing that for? What? What Uh are you doing here? I'm just literally just wandered over here. Um, You see a human woman uh, standing behind you in her maybe mid thirties at the oldest. Hello. Hi. Sorry. I. No, I just. I, I, I see a stranger here. I assume something bad is about to happen. Hi. No, it's fair. Hi. My name. My name is Tadia. Uh, I am the priestess of the shrine. How can I help you? Uh, Mordecai. Pleasure, Mordecai. Uh, pleasure. Um, don't let the... And I gesture to my face again. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually from the peninsula. 
Really? Yeah. Kind of trying to blend in a little bit, but... You're doing all right. Thanks. Um, do you want help cleaning this up a little bit or something? Uh, or is it the kind of situation where if you clean it up, it's just going to get destroyed again? That one, yeah. 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 Okay. I mean, I... I've learned to keep the homeostasis of it looking just shabby enough that they don't think I'm getting uppity. Fair enough. As she kind of squeezes past you a bit, mm-hmm. um, she gets some fire just like of open flame going in her hand and she starts melting down uh, the remains of the snow that had accumulated on top of the sh- of the statues the night before. I will I will mimic and help okay. with a produced flame. <sighs> so how long you been over here? Uh not long handful of weeks oh okay we're um i'm here with some some friends of mine and well it's complicated (laughs) yeah all right we were i'm i'm sure you've heard news of everything back home oh did i we were all uh soldiers once upon a time Mm -hmm. and are out here trying to make things better i don't really know i understand that part I also have some family out here, apparently. Unsurprisingly. Hmm. Fair enough. I wanted to... Let, can I Can I ask you something, actually? Yeah, all right. Um, sure. What's up? I see everything here to the guides. Do you have anything, any sort of sort of spot for the, the old patrons? <laughs> she stops and, like, her flame evaporates, like... Weird question, I know, but, um... Um... I mean, not really. Okay. Well, I guess, uh, what are you trying to ask them? Uh, it's less of an ask, more of a, a chat, if that makes sense. Are you one of those types who works with those patrons? Uh, no. Deception <laughs> check. <laughs> with my negative one deception. That's a three. <laughs> I will see if I get a negative one. That's a four, <laughs> that's a four minus one. Okay. I'll let you keep this one secret. I mean, I guess, like, no. Okay. You could sit down with Yaren over there and see if he'd make a connection for you. And Yaren uh, is the, the scholar, the sign of the book. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, guides and I never really meshed. Um, like I said, it's complicated and... I'm a I'm a strange shifter in a strange city in a strange place. Well, some of that I can sympathize with at least. I'm I've only been here for about a year or so, not even, honestly. I didn't expect to feel this um fish out of water in what I as far as I can tell is my ancestral homeland. So, I don't know. A little bit of little bit of home is at least the home I know is nice. Yeah, it's been it's been weird fitting in. There are humans out here sure enough, but yeah. Stick out like a sore thumb. I getting used to the steel took me forever. Right? I just learned about the steel. I mean, it makes sense, but really it does. Uh, is there like an exchange rate I need to know about? So it's kind of weird. When I first <laughs> got here, after all that nastiness happened, and she just kind of waves her hand back towards yep. the peninsula. Yep. Um, they were not keen on me at all and did not want my money. 
I all of the money that I had was gone within hours of me being in the city. Oh, wow. Now, from what I hear, gold actually goes as if not further than steel some days. Interesting. It's a bit of a novelty. They're not printing new gold over there. Yeah. They're moving to some kind of enchanted paper that the mages are producing. It's also very strange, and I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm listening and not at all laughing at the enchanted paper. Absolutely. They're doing some stuff. I'm not even sure where they're getting the paper, because you typically need, like, plants for that, and I don't know where they're growing that, or if they've been able to grow again. That's a damn good point. Tadia, I don't know. A little, there's, but like, like there's Lumberdens still. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Either way, it's, I came out here after all of that happened and I tried to turn my back on it. I mm. keep the guides. The guides have continued. They've protected me since I've been here and I will keep their faith as long as the locals let me. Um, Has there been... Has disposition for you changed much recently? Or do most of the people of this town still har harbor resentment for beyond the wall? They're not thrilled with me. The only people that seem to like me are the ones that feel that they can use me for exoticism, where they can gain from my foreignness. Right. I don't like that. That isn't right. That's not my value. My value is so much more than... And I'm sorry, I'm dumping on you. I hey, stop. I dumped on you a little bit. It's fine. Uh, I, it's, port in a storm, right? Mm, fair. Any port in a storm. Yeah. And she reignites her hand and kind of goes back to work. But yeah, I mean, if you want to try reaching out to one of the patrons if you wanted to pray anywhere unless you happen to know somebody who keeps them then your your boy of the book is going to be the way um maybe some other time i might i might come back and take you up on that later mm -hmm. honestly it's just kind of nice to know that this place exists you know i get that a fair bit <laughs> even from people over here every so often they don't know a lot about us we were insular for a while they knew about the guides beforehand, but I guess, I don't know, I guess when you stop hearing about something for the better part of a century, it just kind of goes away. Huh. Uh, yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, thank you, Tadia. Hmm. I think I'll be on my way now, but. All right. Uh, thank you. Truly. Of course. Guides walk with you. Thank you. And you. Hmm. And she returns to her cleanup efforts. Cool. Um, Chiron has just kind of been leaning at the edge of the alley. Mm-hmm. Find what you're looking for? I don't know. Maybe. I was thinking maybe there'd be some place. Here, let's walk and talk a little. All right. So you know my connection to the Wanderer. I've the picked up it. on it. Yeah. Well, we had a chat, he and I back when we were still traveling in the wilderness with you. Mm -hmm. And he told me his real name mm -hmm. and told me that, like, there might be people that I could invoke that with. I feel like that's really privileged information, and mm -hmm. if I can find someone who I can... I can find common ground with based on the Wanderer, mm. especially someone in, like, a position of power, 
Mm. But I have no idea where to find that person. Well? Is there any sort of, like, illicit worship in this city? So here's the thing. Yeah. And I think you're still stuck in thinking of this in peninsula ways. Yeah, probably. You can worship who or whatever the fuck you want out here. The lords are the official religion, for sure. And most people definitely are following them. But you can talk to and about whatever the fuck you want out here. That's why people stayed out here. There was a certain liberty to it. Especially at the start. So you're saying I could just invoke the name of the Wanderer right now and build a little shrine for him on the side of the street and that would work? I mean, I wouldn't recommend that. That's a little weird. But you're talking about spellcasting and getting magic from folk. I guess. We could go find some wizards. You guys have wizards out here? What do you think the Caster's Guild is? I... like metal casting? No. Spellcasting. Oh! Oh! I see. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering what the difference between the Builder's Guild and the Caster's Guild was. <laughs> we just had this conversation. I probably left it in. <laughs> it was a good moment between GM. I think it's, you know, emblematic. It's something that we do here is have these breaks and conversations. Yeah, that's And fair. sometimes I continue to talk as Chase, but in the character voice. Yeah, no, I get it sometimes, Chase. Absolutely, yeah. Griffin. Anyway. Alright. God, that was weird. <laughs> um, Why did I pick that voice to continue talking and it's terrible? I don't know. Chiron's fine. Lean into your... Embrace your inner Chiron. I do, frequently. Mm-hmm. I think next stop, I'm gonna hit that uh, that Temple of the Lords. Okay. That was nearby. I wanna, I wanna lean into that skid a little bit, too, because... Mordecai's been chasing this weird Mavo connection and maybe feels comf- comfortable enough with it that he could actually claim to have some connection to it now instead of just feigning it based on his advancements in his druidic pursuits. So, yeah, let's go pop into that uh, Mavo temple or the Lord's temple. Yep, absolutely. You talk with Kyron, you start walking away, you effectively turn directly around and make a beeline for the temple that you just walked away from. Mm-hmm. The Graynor temple is literally built into the side of the oh, Lord's wow. temple and you walk in and you have never seen a temple to the Lord's look quite so grand. Uh, and this is the d- temple in the poor district. It is still not as great or as sweeping as uh, the temples to the guides back in the peninsula, but it is still a sight to behold. Thick, well-hewn wood is uh, everywhere. The shrines themselves being carved out of four different types of trees. The pews um, do not have a back to them, so they can be sat in either direction, either to face directly into the center of the temple where somebody might be giving a sermon, or to be faced away from the temple into each of the direct altars. Nice. Uh, the temple to Mavo, or the shrine to Mavo, is easy to find, as it always is. Wolves are a common theme with his kin, yep. uh, or with his imagery. Uh, so you just start looking for wolves, and you find yep. him instantly <laughs> in this very dark wood that you're not immediately able to place. You see a massive wolf head kind of glowering down at you from above, and uh, you see sundry pack animals entwining this tree as it goes up. 
The tree itself is surrounded with a disc of little tea lights that you can go ahead and light should you so choose. Chiron kind of hangs back a bit towards the uh, front of the temple very quickly, gets bored with that, and uh, makes his way over to uh, the Shrine of Galo, of the Tangle. I was actually going to ask him before we came in, like, if there was a lord that he kept, but... I think that think that I've I've that question's been answered. Yep. Cool. So I'll just yeah, clock that and mm-hmm. head over to the Mavo side of things. Mm-hmm. Is there like an uh, an attendant there? There is somebody milling about, but they do not immediately approach you. Okay. I will take my time. I think Mordecai is honestly wrapped up in the spectacle. Mm-hmm. Of it all. Oh, absolutely. And it is a lot to behold. There are no windows uh, anywhere close to, like, eye or body level. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are all set in far above. Instead of a chandelier, there is a... Actually, there is a chandelier, but the chandelier is mirrored. So that oh. light from above is filtering in down nice. from from the heavens itself, it seems. Yeah. And as I'm wont to do, I'll fiddle with my druid necklace where there, mm-hmm. where I've added that Mavo amulet now mm-hmm. onto it and just kind of like fiddling with that as I'm just kind of staring up at this whole thing, flashing back to just all the times I've wild shaped and mm-hmm. invoked the, the totems of nature to, you know, fuel all of my battle rage and everything like that and, and, it's a little existential. Sure. Shit, like, is this what I've been tapping into the entire time? But, yeah, uh, shaking myself from that a little bit. I'll, I'll turn toward this um, attendant individual mm-hmm. and just, you know, quietly, as not to disturb anyone else, just be like, um, hi, excuse me. Uh, uh, of course. How can I help you? Um, hello. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm new in town, so I'm taken aback by by all of this somewhat um it's a very lovely shrine you have set up here thank you good sir we uh we do what we can to tend it well um is this a, a shifter i'm talking to uh no this is actually uh you haven't seen one of these up close in a while it is a changeling oh shit like like in normal yeah, it like gray, un- gray skin, milky white eyes. <laughs> you did not, you were not expecting it. You thought it was like an old person because, you know, also white hair. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then they turn around and it's, yeah, a, a little unsettling. Yeah, I try to like, like hold, yep. keep my composure and not like freak out mm-hmm. for a sec. Um uh, if you don't mind, I, w- I wanted to ask, um, the faith of Mavo is something that's kind of new to me, all things considered. I picked it up from family who's not really from these parts. Uh, is there, uh, like a, like a traditional, uh, offering or, or... Ceremony or something that I should or could uh, partake in. I can turn into for a wolf what? if that. I don't know. 
I, I found strength there and mm. family has always been important mm. even before I discovered more about Mavo certainly I don't know just paying my my dues I guess they kind of lean back mm-hmm. keeping Mavo is about more than doing prayers and chant work for those who are deeply a part of the faith who keep it as their lifestyle that is something that we do but for the average person it isn't about keeping any kind of ritual it is about keeping tenets it is this way with all the lords and the main tenet of Mavo is something that you have just said several times and it is family family that you choose maybe a little bit more even than family that you are born with but even they are not to be forsook family is often found where you least expect it family is where you need it to be and where you find it when you need it most Hmm. family should not have such a rigid restriction those who I find within my brotherhood they are my kin they are my family it is who we surround ourselves with when times are tough that is a family keep them and keep them with you when you come here when you can this is Mavo's way alright thank you of course child Hmm. Um, do you mind if I ask you one more thing of course. Um, like I said, I've, I've just floated into town, and I know that there are sort of... There are temples scattered all over the place, and some grander than even this, which I can mm. barely imagine. Um, <laughs> my, my father was once a, an acolyte in the, the faith... Among the higher up, I believe. Um, hmm. He's he's not out here anymore, but um, is that a place, the higher temples, that someone can just walk into? Or are those you, more like... You can certainly walk into the temples, but for that, I mean, are you looking to figure out who he was within our ranks, or...? Perhaps. It's more of just sort of following in his footsteps for the time being. Hmm. Well, about how long ago was this? Oh man, this would have been decades ago. I will let you know you may have a little bit of trouble. Within, they don't like to talk about it much, but about 20 years ago there was an upheaval. It was a time when those from beyond the wall took a little bit of more ground than we would have liked. And there was internal upheaval, a change in leadership, a change in doctrine. It does not surprise me that your father is an expatriate. There were a lot of those in that time. Many people fled. I think more than either side wants to actively admit there was a lot of people crossing to and from that damnable wall from both sides. Mm-hmm. 
This was not always a nice city. This is from what little I have heard from those of your ilk who have come over here. I am assuming you are a Granorian. Yeah. <laughs> you don't hide it well, not that you need to. At least in here, you don't. I can't speak for everyone. Fair enough. Regardless, I... I have seen enough... About 20 years ago, things got bad. People were losing their children to the temple on a fairly regular basis. I myself am one of these, uh, conscripted at birth, I believe was the term they used. I see. I held no ill will. The temple did what it had to do. However, a change of leadership came overnight once. We do not know what happened to the previous leadership. That is when the new line of leadership took over. Only Messus, the Archbishop of Reaping, remains from that initial change in power. All of the other ones have uh, ascended to their position since. So I am not entirely sure what happened on that night. But that night, everything changed. Things were relaxed. The city was able to build more permanent structures and grow out further than initially was. That's part of the problem that you're going to run into, is that if your father was a priest within the Order of Mavo some more than 20 years ago, which it sounds like it was, then any record of him would have been lost in that purge, or at least moved to privileged locations. Gotcha. Beneath the temple in the center of town. That is where things are kept. But frankly, I have not been there from since my initiation. And I don't know how to get there. <laughs> that's alright. That, that's a bit more than my kind of undertaking. But I uh, appreciate your candor. And <laughs> the history of these things is valuable. Mm. I was raised to be, uh, initially, at least, before I took my position, tending all of their sites. I was raised to be, uh, a lord, uh, to worship under the Lord of the Storms. Uh, we value candor. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. Um, thank you. Of course. You have yourself a fantastic day. You as well. Um, and I'll, uh, yeah, bid my farewell, and I'll go and pick up one of those little tea lights. Mm-hmm. I'll tear off the, the bracelet itself, the druid, or the necklace itself, the druid necklace. It's made of, like, you know, woven rope and reeds and things like that. I'll, I'll tear off a tuft and light a, a flame on my finger and ignite that little tuft of material and add it to the tea light and okay. set it at the base of the wolf head. Okay. The fire ignites and it flickers there for a moment and it stays lit. You almost on the edge of your vision see some movement from the totem as you're about to walk away. But when you turn back to investigate it closer, it was just a flickering shadow. I'll give it the side eye. Mm-hmm. Side eye is given. Huh. Mm-hmm. 
while I was at Ice Tier, uh, I did try some of that Blue Dragon's breath. Is it so good? It's pretty good. It's, it's it was warm. Is the thing okay? Because like that is something that is going to really benefit from going through the chiller. Yeah, I can't stand warm alcohol. It's not great. Not great. I I don't know what the Europeans are up to over there that makes them think like a a, a room temperature beer is the way to no. go. If I'm gonna drink uh, a Guinness room. Black, it's gonna be zero degrees. Exactly. And also like I, on a street in Dublin, so that. I'm not the crazy foreigner. I'm not going to drink it normally. If and when I get my ass over to the UK, I will at least try it. I will walk into a pub. I was like, I want you to give me whatever you, whatever that guy, whatever that old asshole has been drinking for the last 50 years. I want to try that. I want his exact order, the fish, the chips, the vinegar, all Mm -hmm. of it. You have to Um, do it. Have to do it. Right. I would do that if I just went to like somewhere else for and like, Arizona. <laughs> I mean, sure. Compared to Ohio, that's got to be a whole different country, right? Look, if you watch the news, absolutely. <laughs> they had Joe Arpaio, that's, lest oh, we forget. Boy. Oh, that's true. Oh, boy. Hi, Chase. How are you? I'm I'm all right. It's, it is, uh, we're in the aftertimes. This is the first, uh, first recording you and I have done since uh, the darkness fell upon this great it's land. It's true. It's true. Well, I've done a couple of um, I missed it's now. Um, yes. Like now you're, you're Johnny on the spot with knocking those oh, out. It's so easy. It's 45 yeah. minutes of an episode. We watch it and mm-hmm. then we sit down and we record for 30 minutes. Uh, sometimes a little longer, sometimes a little shorter. Like, uh, last night we watched, uh, Buffy season two, episode five, uh, mm-hmm. which is reptile boy, which is the worst Buffy episode. The worst one, the worst one. And it's the fifth episode of huh. season two. Well, it's good to get knocked that out of the way real quick, I guess. It's uh, it's a bad episode. Uh-huh. But on top, like, it's poorly constructed, the writing's bad, it's not funny, all of those things. Mm-hmm. On top of that, it's about a f- bunch of frat boys kidnapping high school girls and then sacrificing to a giant snake demon that lives in the basement. Yeah, you can't do that now. No. You couldn't do that then, but they did. No. Ugh. Yeah, that was an episode. So last night was basically... Hey, I'm going to drink through this and then I'm going to drink mm-hmm. for the 20 minutes that we have to talk about this. I forget. What is your you haven't watched all the way through Avatar The Last Airbender yet, have you? No, I have not. Or did you bail out on that? I okay. watched most of season one, I think. Okay. I think I watched most of season one because it's not on any of the streaming services. So I had to borrow it from my brother. Gotcha. I get why people love it. Mm-hmm. It didn't it didn't grab me i just i was not grabbed if you if you can get yourself through season one uh and britney a really good episode of i missed it if you can pass the kids off to somebody else for a night would be that movie because that movie (laughs) is so bad it's it's so bad so so it's the first movie i was sitting in the theater and was like oh no I sat through and enjoyed X3. I did not do that for Avatar (laughs) The Last Airbender. Okay, see, here's my Avatar The Last Airbender story. Um, This movie came out, I don't even know how many years. Is it 10 years old at this point? Yes. Yeah, so I went and saw Avatar The Last Airbender, the movie, uh, in theaters probably the week it came out because I knew nothing about it, but I saw the previews and I was like, yeah, this seems pretty good. 
I'm on board. Airbending, waterbending, the Fire Nation. Cool. Yeah, I'm on board. I want to watch this movie. And then I walked out of the theater going, all right, yeah, that wasn't the best movie, but it wasn't that bad. I, uh, as we've said, I recently attempted to watch Avatar for the first time, the Metal or Last Airbender, the series, the first time, and uh, didn't totally love it. But then I did go and try to watch the movie again. Oh my god, that's a bad movie. Right. It's a bad movie. It is a it is a bad movie, especially considering the source material. Oh man. Like, it is knowing what it was based off of makes it worse, yeah. and that's a really interesting thing. Watching the first season and then because basically the movie is season one. Right. And watching the season and then watching the movie and going, that is shot for shot live action the cartoon. Mm-hmm. And it's way worse. It's yeah. so bad. It's so bad. And then anytime they deviated and you could tell they deviated, it was like monkeys writing Shakespeare. It was so bad. Yep. It was awful. How did we get um, on this tangent? All right, let's play D&D. God, can we? We Just, can. Right now. Jackson, you leave the lock cast, shielding your eyes from the brilliant light of the sun. The snow from the previous night sits on the ground, trampled and half-melted. You head to the favor and protection without incident. You try the door, but find it locked. You're about to leave when Camille opens the door, a cup of coffee in hand. Hi. You're eager. Early bird gets the gumdrops. What? Oh, it's just something I picked up in Clove. They got gumdrops there? They're this great candy. Uh, Come on in. A small turtle boy gave them to me. Okay. (laughs) You walk in, rather than the warm lights of candles filling the room and bonfires and smoke, it is the cool light of morning filtering in through stained glass. Uh, Camille walks on over to the bar, lifts up the little door, and walks on back. So, I was able to find something for you. Oh, it's, great. Uh, it's boring but meaty, if you can catch the meaning there. Sure. It's perfunctory guard duty. Nothing is going to happen, but figured uh, the person you're protecting is uh, kind of a higher up. I can do that. A little bit of coin in the pocket would be great. Get to rub elbows with some uh, important people, however briefly. Oh, and she's pretty important, too. Uh, Her name is Azurite the Glib. She's the leader of the Fishmongers Guild. She's got a meeting that she needs to attend, and it's uh, expected that she will have an attendant with her. And that'll be you. I can I can do that. So I just stand there and... Stand there, look pretty, look pretty tough. Wait, those are two different things. Can do both, I believe in you. I, I think I can. All right, uh, now, where... Uh, remind me... If you would. Over here, fishmonger means seller of fish, right? Uh, and fisher. And fisher of fish. Of fish. But yes. Okay. Doesn't mean douchebag liar pants. Um, no. Okay. That must be a regional thing. I wish they would have a guild. I would like to file several complaints. Oh, okay. But her, uh, her office is at the docks, predictably. The center triad of the first set of docks there, so. Alright, so it's just, I'm going there and I'm accompanying slash protecting her at a meeting. Yes. That's all you gotta do. Alright. Stand there. Pretty easy. It's fifth steel. Not bad. Great. 
Oh, that's nice. It's a decent day's pay that'll uh, put a roof over your head for another couple of days if you're not too spendy about it. Sounds good to me. Thank you very much, Camille. Anything else I can do for you? Uh, well, I'm on duty now, so no. Good answer. Unless you got coffee for the road. I think I can figure that out for you. I appreciate it. And she um, uh, pours you a cup in a uh, cheap ceramic mug, entirely unbranded. All right. Uh, I thank her, take my coffee to go, and uh, make my way out and try to uh, make my way to the docks. It's still fairly early morning. At this point. Yes. It takes a little while to get to the docks themselves. Do I get lost again? Roll a survival check. Shouldn't have said anything. Uh, that is a 14. A 14? That's fine. Survive. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You make your way just fine over there. It is, uh, it's a little confusing, but you know from talking to uh, your fellows before you left and from what you were able to see last night, as long as you can keep the uh, center pillar of the town as a guidepost for you, you will never be lost. As long as you know where things are relative to that, you can at least get in the right neighborhood. You find yourself uh, pretty quickly at the docks. It takes you probably about an hour or so to get there, maybe an hour and a half. This place is filled with life. Most of the city, uh, as you've seen today, is kind of dead. Uh, a lot of people are sleeping off the revelry from last night. Uh, but here on the docks, things have not stopped a moment. There are still plenty of people, you know, fixing boats and selling fish and doing what they need to do. But you are on a mission. You find yourself at the center triad of the docks, and you give a hearty knock. Hello? I'm uh, here to guard ass... A uh, oh, slot uh, opens uh, hard hello? on the door. I... Uh, you? Uh, the name's Buddy. Jack Buddy. All right, Jack Buddy, what can I do for you? I'm here to... Guard Lady Azerite at a meeting. I don't know if she's a lady. I was just. I'm about to say, to I don't nice. think she's no lady, newbie. Alright, I'm. Alright, who sent you? Camille from the Favor of Protection. Ah. Yeah, I. The slot slams shut and the door flings open. Hi, come on in. Oh, great. Awesome. She sent me with coffee, but it was a longer walk than I thought, so I throw it in the trash. <laughs> you dispose of the mug and uh, are led up to an office overlooking the docks themselves. You walk in and this place is beautiful. Like you weren't expecting a thing of beauty to be found here in what is very clearly one of the slummier districts. But this joint is nice. Polished hardwood and stone on the walls, a massive desk on one side, and you couldn't see it from outside, but a massive bay window overlooking the entire docks. Sitting behind the desk is some someone that you were not expecting. Something you were not expecting is hard to say how you would classify a water genasi in this situation older woman, probably in her 50s or 60s. Uh, her hair is curled tight to her head. She stands up her just brilliant blue skin 
um, is uh, seems to glow in the daylight. Right. You are my guard today, correct? That's correct, ma'am. Your name? Jack. Jack Buddy. Jack Buddy. Yes. You're a noob over here then, right? Yep, just got in from Clove. All right. Well, very good. Come with me then. Uh, Camille recommends you highly, so I will put my faith in her today. Let's get going. Are you ready to go? You say the word. Very good. What I want to hear. And she grabs a case sitting next to her, and uh, the pair of you leave. Right. You will walk visibly armed. You will have your weapon at the ready. I see you've got uh, interesting. She did mention that you had uh, uh, some interesting armaments with you. Very yeah. good. I brandish. I've got it. Pull out my shield. And I got my scythe out. Uh, One-handed. Curious. Very good. Let's go. In front or behind? Behind, please. All right. Uh, can I make a check? Can I tell if she's right-handed or left-handed? Uh, go for it. Uh, perception. 17. She's ready. Okay. Uh, so she's right-handed. I'll walk behind her to the left. Mm-hmm. Three paces behind. Very good. Very good. I guess, can I also tell she would be unarmed visibly or anything like that I could tell? You rolled a 17? Yeah. Or maybe a magical insignia or something? Roll me a history check. Sure. No. That's a three. Your familiarity with Water Genasi is not excellent, but just even visibly, you can see that she has a couple of very small weapons on her. Um, She's got a paring knife at her side, which could be just as easily used to fillet a man as it would be to fillet a fish. And uh, you would not be the least bit surprised if she has some sort of uh, magic something or other going on as well. Great. All right. I will stay three paces behind the blue elf. Okay. And uh, the uh, two of you head forward. She walks briskly with intent. Uh, This is clearly somebody who knows what she is doing. uh, And she is eager to get to where she needs to go. It takes about 20 minutes or so for you to actually get to the meeting site, which uh, you were expecting a building, but you actually end up on a green space. The snow here is uh, mostly trampled from last night's festivities, uh, but she makes right for a gazebo where uh, several other important looking individuals are standing with their guards. Can I uh, make some sort of check to see if we were like tailed? Yeah, perception check. Uh, perception is a 14. 14? You're fine. All right. Cool. Great. Just making sure. Yep. Absolutely. We're going. I just kind of, we get there. I kind of take note of how far and where the rest of the bodyguards are standing. Mm -hmm. If, you know, whether it's a, a, hey, they're all meeting, but we're not sure how this is going to go. So everybody stay close. Or if it's a, hey, we're all cool. We're going to hang out over here while the important people talk over there. Mm -hmm. Uh, They are. So everybody is at this uh, very it's less of a gazebo and more of a pavilion. Um, So everybody is just kind of congregating underneath. Um, So you've got an equal mix of uh, guards to uh, uh, guarded. Okay. Uh, and everybody's just kind of milling about and talking, although you can definitely tell where the class cutoff is. Uh, you've got your, your guards are mostly hanging out with the guards. They got an eye on their person, but they're 
kind of milling about with each other more than with their people. As your right walks on up, a let's take a look here. A dwarf looks up, uh, gives kind of the upward smile nod. Right, good. You're here then. We can get things going now. Well, I didn't mean to keep you all waiting. It is uh, just a bit of a walk from here, is all. But yes, please, let us commence. And uh, things kind of start to move towards uh, actually sitting down. There's a big, long table there. And uh, you've got a moment to kind of mill around with the guards if you'd like, or if you want to take your position behind as you're right, as a couple of them seem to be doing, then that is also your call. I'll go over to the water cooler. Okay. Or the uh, the fantasy water cooler, whatever. It's, the a, it's a water barrel. I'll go over the water barrel and I'll just briefly try to chat up whoever stand, whichever guard is standing there. Sure. You are able to chat up a female tabaxi named Salina. Hi, how are you? I'm very well, and you? Good. I'm Jack. This is my first day with Azerite there. Lady? Uh, not lady. Fishmonger Azerite. I don't know Mistress. what her type Mistress, Mistress Azerite. Thank you. Very much. You're welcome. I was not given uh, much of a primer on what today's duty would be. I am just here. That's fair. That's frankly how a lot of us get in this line of work. Our jobs are to stand there and look intimidating so the other rich folk don't try anything funny. Well, I must say, you're doing a great job with that. I thank you, and you as well with that terrible implement you have there. Right? I hear over the wall they use this to cut down plants. How funny is that? I mean, it makes sense if you're dealing with wheat or something like that, but it's just funny how that became a traditional article of war for them. I know, I kind of like it because you can kind of keep your distance a bit, but you can still slash away. But there's got this nice little hook here so you can catch weapons. It's kind of a strange thing to fight with, but... I've grown to like it. Fair enough. I will stick with my daggers. And she, from seemingly nowhere, just seems to have two daggers, and then they're gone. Oh, so you're one of those. Nice. Hmm. It has served me well. So which one are you here with four? Oh. Four. Four. Four is good enough. Um, I'm here with the, uh, with the loud dwarf from earlier. Berg is his name. He is the leader of the Blacksmith's Guild. Ah, so this is like a meeting of, like, the different guild leaders of, uh, important goods, I guess, or daily goods, or there's gotta be a better word. The reigning goods, the things that folk need to have, no matter what. Essential goods. Essential goods, yes. But yes, Master Berg is the head of the Blacksmith's Guild. And then we have, uh, over there is the leader of the Entertainment Guild, Mistress Aquila. We have Fjord of the Fletchers. You know, Lady, a- I'm sorry, Mistress As, you're right, you got me doing it now. Haha, <laughs> sorry. And then Rinny of the Farmers, Vina of the, of the Weavers, and Multia of the Bakers. Missing a few, though. The Builders, the Beastmasters, and the Casters, though he is, he has been less than inclined to meet with us over these past few weeks. Still getting his feet under him, I expect. Of the, uh, the Castmaster? 
Yes, Mantellum of the Castus Guild. I hear there's a bit of a split there. Well, it's not so much of a split as an inevitability. This is going to happen. Whether or not these, uh, the folks who are in control right now want it to happen, it's going to happen. At some point, they are going to fall, and someone is going to pick up the pieces. Master Mantellum is just trying to bring it about sooner rather than later. I, I take a second and kind of look, look around briefly and lower my voice a little bit. Do you think they're going to be able to, uh, to do it, to take the power away from the temple? At some point, likely. Mantellum is a powerful individual. Everybody speaks highly of the great and powerful uh, abilities of the high priests, but... And she leans in close. But I've seen it myself. He is great and powerful of his own right. He can do things that I have only heard about other folks doing. Wow. He is more powerful than any of the individual high priests. These bishops won't stand a chance if he can catch them alone. That's, uh, incredible, but also a little hard to believe. I understand. But I have seen him conjure walls of fire. I have seen him hold men where they stand. And that is all I am willing to say at this juncture, because wow. I do believe we must stick by our places now. Thank you. Nice to meet you, Salina. Likewise. Jack, right? Jack, buddy. You take your place behind as you're right and the meeting commences. I need you to make a constitution saving throw, because this is boring as fuck. All right. Oh, fuck this boring as fuck. That's a, uh, 25. Jesus. I got this. I got this. 19 plus 6. You fall back on your army training as you stand perfectly still, half of your weight spread between your legs, the other half on the scythe. And you stand there, and you wait. And you wait. And you wait. And every now and then there's the barest twitch as one knee bends just enough to keep the blood flowing. Yep. But it's imperceptible to the common man. Absolutely. No, you've got that choir boy, a not locked knee, ready to go. Years of training has prepared me for this moment. Don't lock your knees. Yeah. Just don't do it. Just Rookie do mistake. It. Yeah. 5% bend. That's it. Yeah. You're fine. Uh, but you, you are standing through this incredibly dull meeting where they are talking about trade and, you know, every first 20 minutes or, you know, people catching up on how Candle Nights was. And then after that, it is all business all the time as these jerks are going back and forth on debating what should be done about, uh, you know, who's getting what. Um, they all make note of those that aren't there. They schedule a wellness check for all of them just to make sure everything's okay. Oh, Get a pretty... no, they're those people. Yep. It is only barely disguised as it being a wellness check and absolutely 100% a passive-aggressive, hey, come to the meeting next time, you jerk faces. We all had to be here. Why aren't you here? Exactly. This could not have been an email. We have things to discuss. I put on pants for this. But the meeting goes on for about an hour and a half, and it is incredibly dull. But as all things must do, it does, in fact, come to an eventual end. You are able to 
um, make your way through just fine. Um, you see a couple other people um, get bored and like start like actively leaning on weapons. Salina, uh, you are happy to see, is a consummate professional the entire way through and is standing cross-armed, uh, leaning on like. It looks like she's leaning on a wall, but there's nothing there. It is like the open air, so she is just a just you know for for style points leaning. Awesome, she's my new favorite. With that, uh, the meeting breaks apart. As your right stands up and is like, very well. I do believe I am ready to be taking off. Shall we depart? You're in charge here, mistress. Correct answer. Let's go. All right. And she leads you away. What is your passive perception? My passive perception is 15. Excellent. So the two of you walk away. Mistress Azerite is stopped for a moment by uh, the individual uh, that was pointed out to you earlier, known as Rinny. They are a changeling. Uh, they are also the uh, master of the Farmer's Guild. Uh, and there's like a five-minute conversation there about like getting fertilizer fish out to some people on the Outer Rings. They're both saying the same thing, but talking around each other. Yep. But you can't say anything. I can't say anything. No. No, she's paying me. Exactly. So but this uh, is also, um, I do want to take a second and say, um, uh, throughout all of this, Jackson is absolutely doing his best to remember everything that Master B talked about and mm-hmm. the, the wall of conspiracy. Yes. Um, and is trying to piece together any names or facts that he hears from all of this to that sure. board and is trying very, very hard to get some information, get some intelligence out of this that he can take back to the group and be like, okay, so here's what's up. It might not be you know, everything we need to make an informed decision, but it can't hurt. Absolutely. Roll me a investigation check. All right. That's not great. Uh, that's an intelligence skill. So that's going to be a uh, 13. Okay. It's not bad. And what you are able to do is actually confirm a lot of what Master B had sus- uh, suspected. Because it was, uh, it wasn't even from the meeting itself, but just from that little talk with Selina. You were able to confirm a lot of information, or at least have it reinforced. Uh, the head of the Casters Guild is a uh, tiger striped tabaxi named Mantellum. He is known for being incredibly powerful, having come from almost nothing. He was a virtual unknown until about two or three years ago, where he made a pretty big splash. He was the hot name around town. He was the obvious heir apparent when the previous master of the Casters Guild was killed in a uh, scuffle against the Holy Guard. Uh, That scuffle, which nobody really has been able to determine exactly what that was about. There was just some sort of an incident where the guard was called and he got caught up in the middle of it. Sure. Uh-huh. Wink, mm-hmm. wink. Uh-huh. Exactly. There is no official story, although there are plenty of rumors floating about. So he's the uh, caster master? Yes, he is the caster master. Caster master. Master caster? He's the MC, the master caster. Correct. MC Mantellum up in the place... You make your way back to the uh, to the fishmongers guild as your right turns to you and smiles. Very good. 
thank you very much for your assistance today. Your payment is right. And she like kind of pats herself down for a moment and then reaches into her bag and pulls out a uh, small bag of coinage and tosses it to you. Thank you. It is branded with a uh, fish and a loaf. You pop it open and there are 15 steel in there. Thank you very much. Pleasure doing business with you. Likewise. Will you be in the area for a while? You could say that, yeah. I'll be around, I'm sure. That's very vague of you, but I'll allow you to keep your secrets. I may call upon you again. Please continue to check in with Camille. She has always been a good friend to me. I can do that. Thank you. Without another word, turns around, shuts the door, and she is gone. All right. Well, I am uh, 15 steel, richer, uh, plenty of intelligence up in the old noodle, hopefully. As long as I can remember it. And it's, uh, what what is it, like two or three in the afternoon at this point? Um, Almost. It's getting there. Uh, it'll be about two by the time you get back. Uh, you go to pocket your newfound coinage. And as you do, you find something in your pocket that wasn't there before. It's a piece of paper. You go and you pull it out. It is an advertisement. The people rise. Join us and be heard. Tonight. Nine o'clock. Stout Hall. Uh, that's vague, but intriguing. Hmm. I guess I could go check this out later. That could be fun. Can I make a an in-character assumption that Salina got this to me? It's a reasonable assumption to make. She seems sneaky. And uh, you did not seem opposed to the whole Mantellum situation, so... More to be learned, for sure. One way or the other. All right, I'll make my way back. And, uh, you know, by the time I get back, I want to go inside and find, uh, Ed, the bartender. Uh huh. Say, hey, Ed. Yeah. Where's this famous locked cast? It's, we walked right by it. It's right there. Oh, I figured you'd have it, like, locked up. I wanted to see what the famous locked cast was. It's, it's right, it's locked. It's right there. The cask is locked. Oh, the cask is locked. It's not. It's not a locked up cask. It's a the cask right. is okay. I okay. yeah. No, it's a it's a challenge. Oh, see if you can open it. How much do you have to like rent out the lock picking tools? Is that how you make money off? You this? do have to bring your own, and you cannot destroy the locks. Ooh. It only counts if you could put the puzzle back together. Ooh. That's one of the rules of puzzles. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't think I'm gonna be good at this puzzle. Not everybody is. Mm. All right. How about lunch? All right. Thanks, Ed. I'll wait for Mordecai or Zephyr back. I think I just saw actually Zephyr rounding the corner right there. He should be in in just a moment. All right. Thanks. <laughs> Fade to black. Transition into next episode. Transition into next episode. Thank you for joining us here on Another Path. You can find our website and merch store at anotherpathpodcast.com, on Twitter at anotherpathpod and our network at ghostlightmedia.net. You can support our efforts by donating at patreon.com slash ghostlightmedia. A special thanks to our donor, Nathan N., or by giving us a rating and review over on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcatcher will let you. You can find me on Twitter at TQLoudly, Ryan at Ryan underscore Albrecht Griffin at Griffcold, and Zach at that guy Zach Rob. We'll be back in two weeks with a new episode, and until then, remember that beer like revenge is best served cold.
This has been a Ghostlight Media production.